nearly live from the Legends Lounge, the Full House Monk Breton, Barnsley. This is on the Pontiend.com, the podcast. Evening everyone, this is the first version of On the Ponty and the podcast. Um, I'm Wilkie. You've probably already seen the blog, and if not, where have you been? Um, this is all about Barnsley Football Club. It's our chance as Barnsley fans to just say our bit on what we think's happening at the club at the minute. Love to have your feedback shortly, um, but let's get on with the first programme. With me tonight, I've got my panel, which is uh, Mick, the landlord of the Full House, and we've got Paul Wilkinson here, you might know from Wilkinson's. Uh, in Barnsley on Regent Street. Tonight, lads, I just want to start off really by talking a little bit about, you know, your support of Barnsley Football Club, how you got involved in, in supporting Barnsley in the first place. Apart from the fact you're from Barnsley, what is it about Barnsley Football Club that appealed to you, maybe as a kid, mate? Well, I remember going back, I was eight-year-old when I first went to watch Barnsley play, and in them days, at half-time, you used to go uh, change ends, literally, and, and pass the, the, the opposing supporters on the way around, about the halfway line. That's <laughs> if you weren't going back for, back at the thing for a, a meat pie or a, a take a leak or something. Um, you know, and if it were raining, they, they used to wait, and uh, if we got a penalty, they used to wait until everybody ran behind the goal so they would take the penalty. <laughs> well, okay. So that, that, that was, you know, and uh, I've been when they've been 2,000 there, I've been when they've been 36,000 there when they play Manchester City. Uh, so I've, I've basically seen the highs and the lows of it all. So, you know, I've, I've been doing some years. <laughs> Paul? I've been lucky enough to go with my dad when I was, what, four? Four or five year old, I remember going down there. And uh, really just always enjoying going down those heat matches. And uh, always stood in the same place on North Terrace, you know, looking over to Spying Cop and, mm. you know, smell of tobacco and things like that. that <laughs> I remember. everything to you, you know. <laughs> I remember so a slightly different smell from my start off, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, watching the steam just come up on <laughs> On a cold January Saturday, <laughs> you've got it. <laughs> yeah, just that, and just watching them as well, you know, right? Till I uh, started playing local football a bit, yeah. And then missed, you know. Well, when we played local football, you used to nip up and watch the last twenty minutes because again they used to open the gates at half time, yeah. so we used to be able to get in. I think it was mainly for people getting out. But yeah. We used to get in and uh, watch the last twenty minutes of yeah. game. So I mean, for me, I probably caught back in the Glavins career, and I can honestly say that you were probably my first Barnsley hero. But if you had one, who would it have been? Oh, there's, there's a few, you know, right, but, uh, you know, I've, I've got to say Eric Winstanley is one of mine. Right. And Nonny Glavin, you know, right, because they were just about... I can go back to uh, to Tony Layton. Yeah, I remember Tony Marvellous centre-forward, mm. hard as nails, a bit like Joe Jordan, used to take his front teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was a cracker. And every other goalkeepers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> if he could. Yeah. Um. And Bob Earnshaw, of course, they used to yeah, fly gates. down that wing and uh, they used to say, open gates, he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so before recent times, I mean, what were highest level Barnsley were playing at probably when you were in your youth? I mean, what, how high did, did Barnsley got, get? I think, for me, we got promoted from fourth division, I think. Yeah, when, when Clarkie came, I think I think he yeah, started it all off, yeah. Alan Clark. Time. And that a bit started sort of my, my session yeah. supporting <clears throat> them, I'd say. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, he, he got everything going um, promotions-wise. He started selling lottery tickets, which we've never done before. I mean, mm-hmm. before it just used to be the, the little cards we had, like fastened together with string for first goal. Yeah. You know, and then when he came, he just revamped everything, didn't he? It did, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true that. Yeah. So he literally did come in and start running yeah. club I thought as opposed he, he, to... I, if it hadn't been for Alan Clark, I don't think this football club would have existed after that because they were going nowhere at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he took us right up to basically the the brink of the, the uh, going into old the, the old first division, which is now the Premiership. We, we were we were just one or two players short of going up that, that season. Uh-huh. And since then, do you think that's probably, apart from obviously when Danny Wilson took charge, do you think that's closest we've been ever um, to, to, to probably succeeding like we did you know in back end at 90s to, to get to Premier League I think so did we have a season under Mel Mason where we just missed out on yeah playoffs? yeah yeah because of Middlesbrough winning or so well, we beat Middlesbrough and somebody scored at Brighton last minute and we nearly mm-hmm. thought we were in but it'd be playoffs then I forgot <coughs> I can't but, uh, can't get that something like that but it, it ended up they actually announced at club ground you know fella that we were going to go up, you know, yeah. right? That uh, this result at Brighton and happened. Some fellas in front of us on terrace at the time mm-hmm. said, "No, no, they've just scored. Yeah. You know, it's not right. We've, we've not done it." So people jumping about, you know, well, and there's about twenty <laughs> people in a circle yeah. that thinks it's not happened. I mean, Danny know. Wilson did brilliant. I thought with, with what would for me an ordinary team <coughs> with, with not many big names in it at all, and you know, they the, the played they played all right, but. The, if you were going back to Ronnie Glavin's times and, and that, that, I mean the, the football the, the play that, mm. that for the, them two seasons were, yeah, were yeah. outstanding yeah. And we, were, we were by far the best football inside in, in that division mm-hmm. and should have gone up everybody yeah. was scared of Ronnie Glavin mm-hmm. especially we Sheffield Wednesday we League yeah. Cup run didn't we yeah you know all teams that we beat were 20 odd goals a season yeah. unbelievable weren't it I mean, I mean, looking at things as they stand at minute, um, regardless of where we stand in league, I think our natural league, if records be proven right, is 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 this division. Yeah. We've always proven to be a very stable club in this division, and and I suppose that's really what concerns me more than anything else is that we started off with what looked like a really talented bunch. Okay, some of these names weren't known mm. to us, but you start thinking, hang on a minute, he's got it right. Sometimes he's brought some mm. lads in the previous season. Mm. That could do a job, and he thought, well, if he can gamble in the market with with his background with people like David Moyes, you know, and other coaching staff that have been around game now, although he's not necessarily best mates with Billy Davis, you know, who's currently mm. at Nottingham Forest, you start thinking we could be on for something this season. Even Big Darren Moore comes down in, in you know in Chronicle and starts saying, you know, I've played at promotion sides before, mm. I haven't seen a squad better prepared than this one to actually have a go at it. So, I mean, really, what's, what's your opinion on this season so far, given where, where, where probably expectations were? It's got to be disappointing because where we've ended up, you know. And uh, it's like I said, we, we've probably got a better bunch of individual players, all in squad, mm-hmm. with backup as well, you know. It doesn't change much because they're very similar. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, the, you know, you get that feeling with better individuals, we'd do a lot yeah. better than what we have done. I'm worried about the foreign players. Do they real realise what it means for a town like Barnsley to get relegated? Have they got what it takes to to fight down to the last yeah yeah mm-hmm. breath? What if he had more local lads? If, if they're being local lads, or or, yeah. or even players from from 
from Nottingham or, or London, anywhere that they know yeah. what a bad thing it is to, to get relegated. And I'm not mm-hmm. sure a lot of these foreign players that we've got, mm-hmm. as good as they are, realise the nitty-gritty of getting relegated. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, mate. Yeah. But I think at the same time, I've seen many a player come to Barnsley before collecting his final sort of wages. Mm. Whether you come from London, whether you come from maybe Carlisle, mm. I think if you're at the end of your career and you're a bit of a journeyman, would they care anyway whether or not you're a foreign national mm. or whether you've come mm. from Cumbria, you know? Mm. I, I get your point, but mm. I, I think there's, a, there's another element here, which is, you know, I, I think to make a team play, look at Arsene Wenger, he's managed to, to, to create a top performing side out of entirely foreign mm. players, and you can't say that the passion's not there, and the, the man that's leading them's not even English. So, so at some point you will look at organisation at club as well. Yeah. Would you agree with me? I mean, in, in that respect, do you think the setup at Barnsley is there to support championship football as it stands? I don't think so. I think the setup's there, isn't it? You know, for academy stuff and everything, and where ground is now and, and everything. You know, everything's geared up for stopping in championship. You know, mm-hmm. and hopefully get into playoff places if 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 it worked out. It's a fabulous setup. What worries me is is, is <coughs> the motivation of uh, of the players. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you see Simon Davy on the touchline with his arms folded. And you see the other other managers, and they're running up and down, they're shouting, and he just stands there with his arms folded. Now, mm-hmm. does that carry forward into the dressing room at half time, or does he does he give them all a rollicking and tell them they're not playing really well? Because yeah. personally, I don't think he does because they come out in the second half and they know better. There's no, still no fighting them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That might suggest there's a bit of a Jackal and Hyde there, but I don't think he is. I don't mm-hmm. think you suddenly see a different manager in there at half time. No. I, I think so. you'd have seen a clue of that at some point. I think the only thing mm-hmm. that gets them aggressive is other managers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you've seen <laughs> plenty of examples of that rather than actually dealing with what's actually happening on the field mm-hmm. of play. Um, I mean, as far as any high points are concerned, again, you know, Let's be positive. I mean, in a town like Barnes, there's always something to be positive about. And for me personally, I mean, I think some high points for me is obviously going away and uh, and obviously getting a win at Chef Wednesday, but especially getting double over them, getting double over Doncaster. I think the disappointing thing is the fact that these teams are still continue to perform well and above Barnsley when actually during 90 minutes, we've proven that we're better clubs than them. Mm. Inconsistency, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of times we've played clubs off bar, haven't we? What we've been playing, and uh, it's, it's worked out that we've ended up sort of losing goals in the last few minutes and things like that, haven't we? Yeah, and yeah. I think you know, time and time well, again, we, really we you, come, you come out, you're disappointed. Yeah, you know, your chin's on floor and stuff like that. You know, and it's easily for people to say, well, you just, well we were rubbish." You expect you know, it now, don't you? You you you, you know, you watch the clock together, especially if, if they're away. I don't go to a lot of away matches anymore, but mm-hmm. you know, you're watching Sky Sports News and mm-hmm. from. From the 80th minute onwards, you're just expecting it to, to flash up. You go. You just don't look, do you? No. <laughs> you don't look at that, you know, you just keep away. Because <laughs> it always comes up with that red mark, you know, outside of Barnsley that somebody scored against us. Well, it's never, yeah, even when, when, when you listen to it, it's never in the last 10 minutes or Barnsley pressing, they look more likely to win. It's always well, Barnsley defending and, the, you know, they're putting resolute, but, yeah. you know, sooner or later they're, they're going to concede. Does he not? Does, does he actually ask them to, to defend and, and keep what they've got or does he tell them to go forward and try and get a goal? Well, no. I, I, think, I think you're absolutely spot on. I mean, I've either gone to matches with you or seen you after the match before and I think in, in all cases, if we've ever been to a game at Oakwell and we've, we've been talking about the same game, it's just this slide back 
to defend what we've got really when there's nothing there to defend when all when in all fairness if you, you press on particularly in a, in a match that's at home particularly at Oakwell yeah, I mean we watched Burnley Sheffield United last night and even the commentator was saying I can't understand why, why Burnley aren't, aren't taking short corners and that they were, they were going for the second goal they were going for the jugular Burnley yeah. for, for the last 20 minutes Sheffield yeah. United weren't in it they had one, yeah. one shot but that never seems to happen down at Oakwell no yeah. they don't yeah. and I mean I think in terms of sort of carrying those sort of feelings forward into away games it's difficult for me as well mate because I, I don't go to that many 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 away games I've been to to Willsborough this season um, but it's, it's it's finance it's time mm-hmm. I'm working like both you are and and I think when you look at maybe matches like like Reading for example mm-hmm. where you're expecting to go down there and get totally hammered mm-hmm. totally outplayed for 90 minutes suddenly you've got a very resolute defence Yet we're still unable to, you know, stick it in the onion bag during the 90 minutes. Mm. So I mean, looking back on that match now, I just wondered how you were both feeling now after the Reading game, thinking we've only picked up a point. I, I, I was surprised, you know. I, I thought we were really, you know, you sort of get ready for first goal going in, second goal going in, and thinking we're, we're going to get hammered, you know. So you're at 85 minutes, you're still so thinking, I know it's nil-nil. Hold on, you know, you're still not... But you're hoping and praying all the time yeah. that Barnes is going to snatch something, you know, mm-hmm. and get something. And especially at nil apiece, you know, right, when it does get to dying minutes, you think, just, you know, please. <laughs> put in, you know, score, yeah. you know, right, yeah. and bring three points. I would, I would have accepted a point before. You would have done. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, well, I, you know, uh, I'm definitely looking for three points against Coventry. Uh, evidently, the five of their main team out. Okay. So, I mean, just to point out, I mean, this is this is an hour before Coventry games due to kick off. <laughs> yeah. We've just got a point at Reading. We're about to play Coventry in probably, well, as I see, it, probably the most mm. important game we've had this season. I think if we get three points tonight, we've created some comfortable ground between us. I mean, yeah. given that you know Southampton have got to play. Mm. Um, Birmingham, I think it is on Saturday, haven't they? Yeah. Birmingham, obviously looking to, to well, it secure. It brings Plymouth into equation because we we'll be on the same points as Plymouth. Yeah, then. I think it is a crucial game, and, and it, it, this is the difficult thing that we're actually going to be talking about something <clears> that people will be hearing after the event's completed. So there is an element of speculation here, but you know, do you think we can stay up based on the fact that we've got this Coventry game on Wolves this weekend? The art tells me we can stop up. You know, it really, really wants. You know, I, I really feel as though Coventry not really to play for mm-hmm. you know right it's big mates with Simon uh, Dave isn't it yeah. so they do with these sort of famous for each other I doubt it but you know I, I think it's one of them things where you know you don't know do you <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm asking <laughs> you <laughs> you'd like to think it happens <laughs> <laughs> if we do I don't think Mick McCarthy will come in if we do get three points I, I think we're more or less safe then mm-hmm. on 50 points because there's that many teams I mean there's a couple of teams having to play each other they can't all win yeah. no and I think another thing is as well, we're playing Coventry. They're more or less safe. You know, it makes you wonder if they just sort of come off gas a little bit, you know, 95%. Yeah. Where Barnes has got to go 100, 100% at it, you know. And mm-hmm. if they do put a 100% thing. And with the players we've got on a, on a day, we, mm-hmm. we can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, right? So you think, you know, why not think we can well, get We are playing better away at the moment, aren't we? Yeah, mm-hmm. pressure's off a bit, yeah. isn't it, from, oh, well, mid, mm-hmm. so... So who's going to line up up front, do you think? I mean, Mifsud can't play. No, he can't play. No, he can't. And he can't come on, obviously, as a, as a late no. sub either. So, you know, I mean, who's going to play up front in a, in a forward line-up that's failing to do anything? said on, on, on Sky, when it was giving the team news out, only about an hour ago, that Mifsud and Odijay are in contention, but obviously they don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Evidently so not. 
well. Sorted out the um, even, even the water joint might be in the squad. I don't know whether <laughs> <laughs> you might want to cut that. But anyway, <laughs> um, in terms of. Um, as current predicament then I think it's, it's fair to say that you know there's been inconsistency I think expectations at the beginning of the season haven't been matched where, where we are at the minute for me personally you know you've got to look at you know who's behind the club in terms of who's who's looking after these players and how he's, how he's going to tactically set us up for games for me personally I think that Simon Dave is culpable in this respect I think you know um, I'm not sure the rumours are true whether or not you know certain agreements have been reached or not but if Simon Davey um, were to lose his job, um, you know, is there somebody else to step in? I mean, first of all, I'd like to ask you, do you think it's fair at this stage that Simon Davey's being judged as to whether he should keep or lose his job? I think so, yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, you, you joint third off the bottom with three games to go for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, you deserve to be there. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, for me, his, his job's untenable now. He, whatever happens, if we stay up, he's got to go. He's a lovely fella. Mm-hmm. But we need somebody with, with a bit more charisma and somebody that can pick up the phone and say, Hello, Sir Alex. It's <laughs> Alan Kirbishly here. <laughs> can I have one of your uh, reserves, if you don't mind? Sure, Alex. I don't know what's Michael Yarwood doing nowadays. Maybe we could get somebody to do some impressions. Get Michael Yarwood down here. Although it all sound yeah. like uh, Michael Yarwood. Anyway, you can't imagine Simon David doing that. You, no, you can't. You cannot imagine that he's got friends in high places. Uh, I think that's the reason why we're not getting any any good players from on loan from Premiership teams. Clubs. Do you think that's really fair though? I mean, when you think of the likes of Anderson De Silva coming in from from Moise. And obviously, an Everton player who'd, mm, who'd yeah. actually, according to certain Everton fans, has actually been an hot mm. prospect. Mm. A lot were expected. He had his injury, mm. wasn't able to really recover to, to get his first team place back. But in fairness, will be a good Championship player. That's somebody come from, coming from his network. Uh, I think Billy Davis was the first to stand up and talk about Nyatanga being loaned to us, as well as Macken being loaned to mm. us. Yeah. There, obviously, there's signs of a network there. Mm. I'm more concerned about when they do arrive, why it's not really happening for these players when they arrive yeah. on field. Mm. Okay, I'm, I'm going to push this a bit further with you fellas. I mean, let's say next season, clean slate, red survive. Who's best suited to do a job like Barnsley Football Club? Well, the main man that's screaming out, and he would only come, I think, if we were, we were in the Championship, is Alan Kirbishley. Right. He certainly wouldn't come to us if we were in, uh, in First Division. Mm-hmm. He, he would be one of my choices, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Paul? I'm... Um, well, there's always speculation about uh, you know old players and stuff like that coming mm-hmm. back. You know, so you know again, Neil Redfern's got to be on top of the list somewhere down there. Apparently, managing Leeds United's academy very well at the minute, mm-hmm. doing so, a great you know, job down like there. Him, you know, and again, some, some, somebody like you know being held by somebody <coughs> like Edward Stanley. Yeah. I've got to be honest, I like, I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, I don't think uh, Eric's ever done a bad job. I, th- with I think it'd be a pleasing thing for fans. I mean, if if we went down and they got somebody like that in. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think that's the thing that fans would think. Hey, I'm not know, a big believer in that. that. You know, yeah, it, 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 it never seems to work. I don't think it's mm. going to work at Newcastle with Alan Shearer, and he, yeah, he, you know, yeah. and he's he's second to God at the moment up there. But it, it, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even fetching that, that you think a more standard sort of manager, somebody that knows what they're doing, that's done it definitely. I mean, Neil Redford. I mean, he went to Halifax, didn't he? Didn't do a good job there. Did he go to Scarborough, York, and didn't do a good job there? So. 
There's probably a duo, a good, a good job <laughs> yeah, in here. <yeah. laughs> they all seem to do a good job elsewhere and then come to Barnsley, so maybe yeah. we can do it reverse way around this time. The thing is, players, you know, if, if we did go down, yeah. but, but we keep players, you know, have they got it into these contracts now? They don't yeah. seem to be worth paper they're written on. That if they do good, there's, there's quite a few you know, from what I've what I've been told. Things were like say, well, if, if we go down, you know, and I get an offer of stopping in championship, I can go. Yeah, you know, there's, there's a few leave. got get out clauses. So it's, you know, yeah. So yeah, I'd imagine no, that no, would be it. Yeah. So you know, you're suddenly thinking, hey, oh, what's happening? You know, to squat. But I mean, speculating a little bit. I mean, Glavin came down and actually did a job for Barnsley. I remember it was that season we're in League One, um, when suddenly we were soaring up the league. Suddenly there was some sort of dispute. I don't know if it was financial, I don't know what it was contractual, I don't know what it was. Mm. Suddenly, Glavin were outside a club mm. and, and we started slipping down. Mm. Now, I think there's a lot to be said for having somebody that's charismatic, I think, like Mick said, and bringing somebody in there that, that understands Barnsley mm. and then understands Barnsley yeah. Football Club. Mm. Um, I, I do think, you know, we're quite a unique bunch, I suppose. A lot of people think they are as well, but, you know, mm. Barnsley is a small town to be. To be in a Championship League, yeah. With some of these clubs that are no, now big, dropping down from Premier League, there's some merit in that, yeah. um, and, and maybe we need a, a manager with character to, to back that up. Mm. Um, I think uh, somebody like Bassett, you know, maybe at the time it probably didn't seem the right fit, but it it did mm. a job. Yeah. Well, it was ridiculous when when he went. I mean, they were kind of twelfth off top or tenth off top. But we'd, we'd had a good season, the season mm. before. Mm. You don't get rid of a manager. No. You know, I thought he was a decent fellow. Me, I thought he was doing a good job. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this Saturday, guys, we've got Wolves coming. But as the tradition goes, we've got, you know, player at season, there'll be lots of awards going off and things like that. So probably in a similar vein, you know, whilst we might not have necessarily met all his expectations as, as far as things go at the minute, which players have, have stood out for you personally, Paul, this season? Um, I like uh, foreign players. I like Colas, you know, I think he's, he's yeah. really good. Whether there's a contention to win you know, player at year, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, Bobby Hassel, you know, right, is asked to play in different places and stuff and always does a good job. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Foster as well, you know, again, you know, that won it last year. Yeah. It was just steady away, you know, right, day in, day out doing this stuff. You know, Campbell Rice as well, I mean, you know, he's, uh, I think he's trying to do too much just a back end season, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think he's, he's wanted to Win stuff and well, do too much on his that, own. That, again, that for me, that's da- that's Davis' uh, fault because mm. he should, you know, against Nottingham Forest, he was screaming out for him to stay on 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 this left touchline. All the mm. play were on the far touchline, mm. and they were just tightening up on us, and there were, mm. there were just no way we could go. Mm. No. And he was yeah. screaming out for somebody to come on this left wing and and mm. stretch them central defenders mm. right across the park, and then mm-hmm. maybe midfield mm. have had some space. But you know, tactic wise, yeah. it. it it, it yeah. were ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It were ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But going back to um, my my play, if my player here had walked it, if it had been consistent, and that would be uh, De Silva. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he so has a good game, then he has a quiet game, then he has a poor game, then he has a, a mm-hmm. good game. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, Colas, mm-hmm. I, I like him. But um, I think I've been inclined to agree. I think for me personally, JCR stood out. I think he's. Mm-hmm. His ability to frighten sides at the beginning of the season were a bit of an hidden gem. I don't think many managers had actually legislated for him being on field in the first place. I mean, they were running rings around certain teams. Mm. And I, I mean, players with reputation as well. Uh, managers yeah. with reputation didn't really know how to handle him. I think then he became a bit of a known commodity when that transfer news mm. started circulating. Maybe yeah. that knocked the lad's confidence a bit mm. as well and maybe just caused a bit of a wedge between him and Davy as well. Mm. That his, his, his loyalty got a little bit... 
doubted to say the least and, and maybe something's broken a little bit there but I think for me personally Bobby Assel stands out Bobby Assel has been an absolute gem since he arrived at Oakwell for me um, but, I, but I also think probably somebody that's um, probably been um, how should I put it overrated I think without really testing that is probably Muller and I might be a bit controversial by saying this mm. but Luke Steele's not been given an opportunity this season when sometimes Muller hasn't necessarily deserved to lose a shirt I don't think Luke Steele's ever done anything for Barnsley where he didn't deserve to at least mm. have a try yeah. and and I think being set as a reserve goalie I think is a bit underrating his, his value to the club as mm. we're proven on Saturday I think um, all match reports give glowing reports I think he's got the shirt tonight mm. and I just wonder whether or not Muller really is our, our best choice all the time I'm not saying he's not a great keeper he is mm. maybe we're, we're, you know, we're a bit lost for talent in that department well not lost for talent so like, yeah. Yeah. We, 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 we're too rich in that department that we've really been able to test that yeah. position yeah. Um, who do you think is the better keeper guys? I think uh, I, th I think when Muller went out with his injured knee and he went out and Luke Steele went in goals he did, he did really well you know mm. Luke Steele but I always felt that every, you know people around me in ground always felt let's get Muller back you know mm -hmm. it'll be better when we get Muller back but as it's worked out it's, it's, it's not been as it's not as been good as good since he came since back. He come back definitely you know, not you know mm -hmm. so then you think well why aren't Luke still had, had a bit more chance yeah mm -hmm. you know because you, you felt as though Muller was the man but mm -hmm. it's, it's not been it's not been the same mm -hmm. so this Saturday we get the yam yams at Oakwell, as they're called. Mm -hmm. I've been advised they're not brummies, they're the yam yams. Um, and as far as this Saturday's concerned, I suppose we look at it from, from a couple of points of view. One of Barnsley's favourite sons, I'll put that in quotes, mm -hmm. is back Mick McCarthy on his way to the mm -hmm. Premiership again. And um, at the same time, Wolves are already there. Now, depending upon how things work out points-wise, are they going for the Championship or the just are quite happy at the moment as far as getting promoted. In other words, is Mick going to do us any favours in your mm. opinion? I, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't, but the, no. if you look at the table, for me, there's a, there's a six-point gap and, and Wolves are ten, ten goals better off than Birmingham. So that's a, that's a mm. big turnaround mm -hmm. for for Wolves, even if they lost the last two. So, you know, 1-0. Uh, Birmingham still got to get eight mm. goals somewhere yeah. to turn them over, you know. I definitely think Mick will want to win Championship, you know, and go up as champions. Absolutely, you know, right? yeah. But even so that, they've got. I don't know who they've got last match at season, but they are at home. Mm -hmm. So even if the, if they fail yeah. against Barnsley, yeah. they've got another shot yeah. in front of their own supporters. And, yeah, absolutely. So I, 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 is that going to be back, back of yeah. the minds? Yeah. You know, that in front of our supporters, we've already gained promotion. Mm -hmm. Can we go now and actually win the championship in front of our own supporters and have another party? Yeah. And let's not forget what happened to Barnsley when we went into yeah. championship. Yeah. Yeah. We went down to Oxford. Yeah. yeah. And uh, well, they, they were all staggering away <laughs> on football field. They were laughing and joking <laughs> with goal went in, shaking one another's hands. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, no. But I mean, I mean, at the same time, though, I mean, you know, putting yourself in in the shoes of a manager, which is not our club, Mick McCarthy, and you, mm. you've already got your side promoted. I'm not saying Mick would think his job's done far from it, but you know, planning aside for next season, what would be your strategy? I mean, would you be looking at any of these fringe players? Is it is there any chance that Barnsley might be playing a weaker Wolves team? I think there's every chance. Them? I think there's every chance. It's it's evidently happening at Coventry tonight. Good. I, I, I think I think there's every chance that he's not going to pull a, put a full strength team out. 
Bielsa can see this from a reasonable point, but I think he'd be trying certain players that he wants to keep in his plans yeah. for next season. <laughs> Maybe just excusing Mick McCarthy a bit there, mm. but you know, it would be nice, Mick, if you just weaken your side <laughs> a little bit this Saturday and uh, Mature the Reds got three points at Oakwell. Can you hear me? Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Don't forget they've got a 12th man. They've got 6,000 fans coming down, aren't they? Yeah. Depending on our next two results go, I mean, none of it's a disaster, is it? I mean, we forget, like, you know, something at Coventry tonight, we do win against Wolves or vice versa. We've still got that game against Plymouth. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't think Sturrock's particularly happy about what happened against Doncaster at weekend. Can no. Barnsley go down there, do a similar job? Why not? Depends where they are at, the, at yeah. that particular time. Why not? If we get three points a day, we're level on points with Plymouth, and so everybody's back in in uh, in the game, kind of thing. So I told it depends. If 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 Plymouth if Plymouth win on Saturday or get a point on Saturday, I think they'll be safe. So you know they might be going holiday next week as well. <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs> I'm, I'm just worried about us scoring. You know, yeah. putting Bonnet back in it. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think well, I think we can play anybody, you know, and be as good as anybody. But it's, it's you know creating we create chances, but it's putting ball it back in net. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, I think out of anyone that's just been brought to the club recently, I'd like to see Bogdanovic given a run. Mm. Um, who's going to hold the ball up for him? I don't know, but that lad looks as though he can, he's capable of making a goal out of something. Um, not anything necessarily. Mm. I, he, he looked to me quite sharp. He scored with headers. He mm. scored with you know just a, a sudden strike at a ball or something like that and maybe that's what you need just a little bit bit of luck at some point I think if you can, you can keep banging ball in from, from wings maybe some like a Bogdanovic around there I think you're always bound to get something um, but in terms of a natural pairing at Barnsley at the minute I think we're, we're out uh, it's, it's, at the moment it, today it's probably Mackin and Bogdanovic but I'd like to see him I'd like to see him put Devaney on from the start and on, on the right wing and let him stop on, on wing mm-hmm. and see if you know he can get some crosses in for Bogdanovic mm-hmm. I mean not necessarily Macken because he can't jump but mm-hmm. uh, I think I said it before I think before Devaney got injured it certainly been one of those players that had been outstanding in that period up to mm-hmm. his injury then he was suddenly out for five or six weeks and he came back sitting on a subs bench never got regular 90 minutes football and I don't think he's ever been a player that we've seen Devaney mm-hmm. be um, for me, again, he's another one of those talents that, that just needs a running side in order to get mm. going. Maybe it's too late for him now. Um, Adam Hamill, for example, I think mm. that lad is is every step a, a Liverpool player. Mm. Maybe he won't make it that far, but I think for Barnsley, he's, he's, he's a very talented lad. He's certainly very much championship level for me. Mm. I, don't, I don't know what you think. Well, he's a good player, definitely. Yeah, he'd be a star, wouldn't he? You know, if, 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 if he could get somebody like him signed on, you know, right? Mm-hmm. He'd, he'd be a star player, you know, so... But it's, uh, I think he'll be back at Liverpool, you know. I well, can't see him coming, really, can you? No, or at least to a better uh, championship yeah. side than we than we are. <laughs> Wait till next season, Mick. <laughs> While we're there, we'll be better next season. <laughs> look, I think for, for the time being, we've, we've obviously got a lot to look forward to, we hope. I mean, there's Coventry about to kick off and uh, obviously we've got lead-up to the Wolves game and, and Plymouth to look ahead to. Um, Thanks very much for your time this evening, fellas. You're welcome. Really appreciated uh, your input this evening, and uh, I hope we're speaking again soon. Um, in the meantime, um, let's see what happens and uh, three points to the Reds this evening. Come on, you Reds. Yes. Come on, you Reds. All right, so we're outside the full house. You've heard the first episode, thanks to my guests Mick and Paul. Um, but we really want you to be a part of it as well. Um, this is all about the Barnsley fans, and of course, you know, we'd like to have uh, a lot of your feedback. So those people like to send some comments, you can send those to podcast 
at onthepontien.com. We'd also like to hear your voicemails if you're going to record something and send something across to us. Subscribe to the blog, tell your mates about it, get involved. This is your opportunity. Um, until next time, come on you Reds. This is onthepontien.com, the podcast. Thank you.